T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. It is Gabe and Grody, and I mean, it's Friday. It's 8 o'clock. January. You got to have a little fun, Groats. Got to be able to, you know, you know, chuckle a little. I know you, you don't on, know what's man. happening, but, you know. Oh, no, I have no idea. I mean, you've really built this thing up, so I... I want to be excited, okay. but I'm also a little on edge. I'm a little I'm sitting up in my seat. You know what I'm saying? It's called the tease, my friend. Yeah. It's called the tease, and I'm glad yeah. it worked on you. Hopefully- we have all suffered from your tease. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully a couple people have stuck around. All right. Cue the music, studs. Uh-oh. It is now time for What Makes You Happier. <sighs> The Chicago Bears own the number one pick in the draft, Grody. Yeah. And I have a list of things that I want to weigh against the happiness that the first pick in the draft has brought you. Wow. Because I want to figure out, you know, where you're at on the scale. Like, how happy is this first pick in the draft making you? So I have some things. Your first one, Mark Grody. Yeah. Gabe and Grody here on 670 score. Your eighth grade graduation. What makes you happier? Your eighth grade graduation or the first pick in the draft for the Chicago Bears? I, by the way, I love this game. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I've always wanted to meet you. Thank you so much for all of that. The answers: the Bears having the number one pick in the draft. Really? Yes. Better than yes. the eighth grade graduation. Yeah. Got out of that place. Didn't have to get. You know. Didn't you were a bully there? You didn't. You know. You didn't get to live that life anymore. <laughs> Growths? No, you know what? I had not had a growth spurt yet, so I was just a short, pudgy kid. <laughs> actually, yeah. <laughs> and what high school did you go to, Groats? I, I went to Lake Park High School. Oh. Roselle Medina, shout out, yo! What's that? up? I love that. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. That was that was. You know, first you got to start off easy, then it gets a little tougher. Yeah. Oh, okay, know? all right. So okay. don't lead, don't lead the witness here. Telling me huh? what's easy, huh? what's not all easy. All right. Next up yeah. for our game, what makes you happier? With Gabe and Grody on six seventy score. Your mom saying I love you. Your mom saying I love you. What makes you happier? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Bears number one pick. Remember, we're putting it up against the Bears number one pick. Yeah, what time is it? 8.02. No way my mom is listening. (laughs) I've weighed everything. The Bears having the number one overall pick in the draft, yo. Wow. 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 
Cause That's... I could get an, I could get another I love you in another day. Okay, okay. I got two more for you, Groats. Okay. What makes you happier? The Cubs winning the World Series? Or the Bears for the first time since 1947 getting the first pick in the NFL draft? What makes you happier? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Stop it. We have reached my threshold. Uh-oh. The Cubs winning a World Series. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So there we go. So, so I am eliminated that okay. I've hit I went too deep. I don't know if that's good. I don't know. No, that you was know, solid. Solid. Uh, relative to others that you've put through what you just put me through. Yeah. Um it was and, just, uh, you know, it was uh you get a you get a uh what is it called? The door prize? Uh, on your yeah. way out. I mean, how could it not be for me, the Cubs, just because I was doing pre and post? I mean, I can't. Yeah. You know, so he's so. got a ring because of that. I've so. got a ring because of that. Do you so, really have a ring? Know. Yeah. You I didn't have a know World this? Series. Oh, my goodness. We got a newbie here. Wow. This, this, you sound so this happy just, to tell this story. So. No, it's just, it just <laughs> makes you for it. It rejuvenates the topic, you know. I mean, no, okay. I have, I have a, I have a because I did um, pre and post with the Cubs from 2015 through 2017 when they were giving out World Series rings. I am lucky enough to have made the list of people who would receive rings. Did I expect to get a ring? Huh. No, I didn't expect to get a ring. But I. But damn is it like did. the is it the the one that the players got, or is it like the 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 second level one? I think it's the sec. It's it's it might be the second level, but it's the same size. I mean, there was there were size variations in the whole thing. This is wild. So it's the exact same size. I, I, can't I would believe... love if you do you bring it out? Do you ever let it come out I and do, touch, I, touch I bring the it air? Out, anybody who requests it I, I brought it to the Cubs convention I was at the Cubs convention so broadcast I was, I was filling in for Matt Spiegel I was working the blue carpet doing interviews with the players I was wearing my sick World Series ring Pedro Strope and I put our hands together both rocking the World Series rings so that is yeah. I, so I'm gonna go ahead and put in a request uh, okay. I would love to see it oh Absolutely, yeah. man. I, I love things like that. That's that's really cool. He was wearing it at Cubs convention when he did the show with Parkins last Friday. Yeah, we were just yeah. we were just talking about that. Yeah, yeah it's cause... like I, I I here's the thing, man. Like I did used to wear it. Like maybe for the first year, uh, I would wear it out randomly, and then I was like, you know, sitting at a bar. Is... And then you, say, yeah, you say you're a former you know, player. <laughs> you know, you know, it is an attention getter. That is for sure. Conversation starter with. The, oh, what's with that? The, oh, this. Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. They're like, they're like, are you wearing a replica yeah. Chicago? Like, no, this is actually a real one. No, this is real, real. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I did. I, I can't lie. I enjoyed some of that attention, assuming it was the right person and somebody of uh, from whom so, I wanted that attention. So, where is uh, it at right now? But right now, it is. It is in my place where I am broadcasting right now. But is it like in a, in a in a is it like on a, in a, in a shelf trophy shelf? Is it in your no, sock no. drawer? I'm not sure where. I think it's either in my sock drawer or on the table. I have to, have to go look. Maybe yeah, during the commercial. Now you gotta, I'll go take now you gotta move. And, now you gotta move it because okay. you just told everybody. Where it's no, I know. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I actually right now have it in the box in which it came. They came in a fa in a fancy box. That's so tight. Um, so it is there. I can't tell you exactly where the box is because yeah, I don't want to tip anybody okay. off okay. but okay. no man i mean i got uh, Cubs very World Series means a lot that, uh, it, that, so that makes sense so yeah i mean like it yeah that that means a lot and obviously just with in, yeah. in our lifetime we'd never seen anything like it so yeah, yeah so i had a, had to, i had, had a couple stop. more for you but you, once you did the cubs one you kind of uh, you know oh really i had a, i had devin hester's kick return for a touchdown 
Oh my God! What better? What? What? Just any? Oh, the one in the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, in the Super Bowl. Like what? Oh man! See, because I was happy that I, I was um, so happy that at that moment. Oh, like, that was probably uh, oh. like in terms of like my happy meter while watching Chicago sports. That I mean, I can remember just like jumping, literally jumping on the couch when that oh, happened. So man. I don't think I was yes. that happy when the Bears got the first uh, yeah, pick. That, I was elated. I was just like. Oh, I'll say this. Yeah, the, the Devin Hester kick return would be my threshold. That's yeah. that's so far. Oh. And this is sad. This is so far. My, my peak as a Bears fan <laughs> a Bears is Devin loss. Hester is Devin Hester <laughs> yeah. returning the Super Bowl kick. I mean, I mean was, come on. That, I that, mean, that is, wasn't that 11. Is, that was that was yeah. insane. Seriously. I mean, and that's you're allowed. I mean, that is spectacular. Well, in, that I would, mo- I would, oh, in that moment, I'm like, we're winning the game. This is it. Like, we're yeah, going to win the game. I thought the same thing. Oh, I, I was I, I was like, I can't believe we're winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah we were like, win the damn like Super Bowl. I can't believe this. This is you crazy. Can't stop us. I mean, Our you look what just look what just happened. Good God, our we just put the guy, the superstar kick returner, just did his superstar thing. You're not going to stop us now. Did you hear Lawrence Holmes talking to Tony Dungy and asking him why they kicked it to Devin Hester that day? I did not. So he he goes on to say. That he interviewed Dungy that week, and they were saying they were adamant they're not going to kick it yes. to Devin Hester. They're not going to do it. Not going to do it. Right. And then in some, he saw something that was like, you know, if you're going to attack them, you know, you got it. You're oh. the best, and you go oh, no, do he, it. He what said they it? had they had a, I think it was some you know some kind of just like, it's great reporting by both ch- of us, church by the way. service thing. <laughs> Basically, with a team, oh. and they talked about the story of David versus Goliath. Oh yeah, that's what it was. And they, they said that David didn't back down to the giant, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, and no, so no. we went right yeah. after him. And then Tony Dungy, in the moment, thought to himself, "We're not backing down to the Goliath, aka oh. Devin Hester." And then he kicked it to him, and he returned him for a touchdown. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's great. What a that, great story. That, that is unbelievable. Oh. But yeah, that that yeah, I would not return that. So yeah, that would have hit my threshold as well. What yours too, Gabe? I assume or number one overall pick in the draft. I think. The Hester one, I, I, I again when I tr- when I try to genuinely think about how happy I was when, oh, yeah. when Lovey Smith got the two point conversion oh. and, and and we got the and the Bears got the number one pick and I was like can't I was that. so happy. But how I was with Devin Hester was big. Then I th- threw some other ones in there for just you know people that are texting in three one two six forty four sixty seven. I had had the day your babies were born. You know, because some people were underwhelmed by the day that their babies were born. They think it's going to be the happiest day. <laughs> Not necessarily. Wedding day. Right, there's some people right. that are divorced. I did have birthday money in there. There's something about birthday money when you're younger. Oh, you know, when yeah, you have, yeah. You have no job, and then you get somebody just handing you money. That was, like some, that was a happy str- moment. Straight cash, yeah. like, in a, like a clean $20 bill. Yeah. And I then mean, studs. I, I know you played sports. Grody, uh, a game-winning shot was one of the last ones in there. I've hit a game with shot. shot. Oh, have you? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, I I never. I, so I didn't really play. Oh, sorry. You can go first, girl. No, yes. no. I mean, I played. Uh, I played uh, church league ba- uh, basketball, yeah. um, and I don't remember. I remember getting really hot from the corner in one game, but that was about it. Uh, my Lake Park baseball career uh, lasted only two years, so yeah, there oh. wasn't a lot of game winning moments okay. on real stages for me. I'm glad I went first. <laughs> <laughs> hey, really, hey, really got this hey, segment hey, off in the right direction. Hey, Groats, but you were hot from the corner, though. You were super hot from the was corner. Hot from the and corner, I loved it. and I—I'll be damned if I didn't make that Lake Park baseball uh, team twice. Studs, so. you were saying? I no, I saw. So I didn't really play basketball okay. past you know like grade school, but in football, my sophomore year in a, a JV game. I had a tackle that saved the game for us, and that was okay. pretty awesome. Because it was solid. like it was like a fourth down. We were up, you know, a touchdown. Right. So it's like it's like we get the stop. We're gonna win the game. 
and I got the stop. I made the tackle. They got the stop. And but but yeah, studs, pretty but, great. But studs, better than the first first pick in the NFL draft. Oh, that was a pretty Ooh. elite moment. <laughs> See? Like, I he still trapped I, you. I can still he trapped you. We can't elude. I got to go with the game. I got to go with the. I got to go with the tackle. As you should. Like, I still remember everything about the play. Like I still vividly. I was 15 years old. Core I still remember it. Memory. Activated. Yeah, we, I, can still, I can still vividly remember everything about the play. It was, yeah. it was great. Oh, no, and that's right, man. We just can't escape Gabe's little game. Well, what about the number one pick? Was it as good as hey. that? I will well, say, are, you know, the, yeah. the the experience of watching that game and you did. Uh, and, and and Lovey going for two and all that that was pretty great. That, that was, was pretty. Awesome. It's it's up there. Oh, yeah, it, for me too, it was great because I'm watching it and my girlfriend's like getting ready for work. She's getting ready to leave and. And I'm trying to describe for her why I'm on such a roller coaster of like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, like, like you no, know, you understand, like Bears lost. That's what they need to do. Like, yeah. if they, if the Texans win, so the Bears happy. get the first pick in the draft. And she's like, who cares? Almost at tears. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, I mean, it does. does feel, well, feel good. Moments. It's like, no, you don't understand. It's a big deal. It's what the whole season's about. <laughs> trying to get the number one pick. Yeah, so this is what we've been working for. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Lane Tech? Yeah. Uh, you ever hit a game-winning shot? Yeah. Mr. Fancy? So in, in elementary school, I went to Lincoln Elementary, right over there by Lincoln Park. And fancy, fancy. Definitely this guy's had a, fancy. Man, definitely had a, a nice a nice couple of uh, game-winning shots over there. Lane Tech, no game-winning shots in Lane Tech, but I did play against Sen one year, and I blocked a dunk. Oh, nice, man. Yeah. That, and I just, I just always remember that. I know, trust me, not in the air like above the rim. It was on the way up, but a blocking of the dunk nonetheless. Yeah, that's pretty good. And I put that's up some athletic move yeah, by you. I put up twenty six in that game, but um, okay. but we lost because all the actual stars of my team went up to varsity and I was still oh. on frost off at the time. Oh. So I was just I was the did leftover. You, did you play varsity ball at Lane Tech though? Varsity ball at Lane Tech and then uh football nice. football played over there as well. Nice. Uh, but what position? I played linebacker at first. Okay, and then I got skinny because I was playing basketball at Lane, and then oh. I got moved to safety, and okay. and so but oh okay one good play Lane Tech uh, football, uh, returning the onside kick for a touchdown. Oh nice! That was just something that we we always do. We always start the game. My coach was in that. We'd always start the game with an onside kick and then a halfback toss. Are you serious? <laughs> That's how every single every game, game, every game would start. Wait, like that. Did, to the point he... to the point in our in our in our championship game, our sophomore championship game, uh, we changed our, our our running back and our quarterback changed jerseys. Eric Riza, Corey Buford, they changed. Their... Is that even allowed? Yeah, I don't even know oh, what okay. you're talking it's about high school. anymore. They, no, they changed their jerseys. The the running back and the and the quarterback, so that the half, so that the half, <laughs> so they thought it was going to be like a regular run. But we ended up being a halfback toss because that's how they started all the games. Oh my god! So w- when you guys would play, you know, opposing teams would would they just like roll their eyes every time that you started a game with an onside kick? Would they just be like, okay, here comes the old lane tech? I, I don't know. It always worked though. That's the crazy thing. I felt like we would always be up seven nothing before. You know, we had a good, mean, good team that year. With with all due respect, doesn't that just seem kind of dirty or something? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying, you CPS, know, like I, CPS football. I mean, we're just trying to get it in. Okay. You know, like, like, <laughs> I got you. Right. Okay. He's Mark Grody. I'm Gabe Ramirez. I uh, still got some time. Uh, going to continue. Uh, actually, you know what? I wanted to um, play some stuff from Kendall Gill. He was on with Mully and Hall this morning. He, had, he said some interesting things about the Chicago Bulls, specifically one member from the big three that wants to stay with the Bulls made it, made it clear. And he's someone that uh, could potentially be on the trading block. Who is that? And what did Kendall Good have to say about him? We'll discuss it after the break. It's Gabe and Grody right here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You know, I, it was great for to see the team go over uh, to Paris and play. Um, you know, Joakim Noel was over there, yeah. Magic Johnson, along with, you know, Tony Parker, a whole bunch of other NBA stars. Um, and, you know, the Bulls are big internationally because of because of the Jordan years and, and Scotty and all those guys. You know, and the, the, the Bulls fans carry all or travel all over the world. And, uh, you know, it was just great for us to be – on the international scene once again. Kendall Gill talking to Mully and Hall earlier today about the Chicago Bulls and their trip. Of course, the importance of the organization on the international scene. Just cool to hear from Kendall. I love his insight on NBC Sports Chicago with uh, Jason Goff, Will Purdue. They do a phenomenal job. I always uh, I record the games. always put the kids down at 7, so I let the game go down for a little bit. And then when they go to bed, then I just go rewatch it. And more often than not, after the game, I find myself watching the post game with Jason, uh, with, with Golf and Gill and, and Will Purdue, just because they, they do such a great job. Um, I, I do like that what he what he what he said about the Bulls, specifically about uh, this player that that wants to remain here in Chicago, which I felt like was a bit surprising that he he was so adamant about it. Well, I think that what it means in the context of the Bulls is that he wants to stay put. You know, I know there's been a lot of trade scenarios and everything like this. Like I saw one, uh, DeMar and, and, and Pat Will and, and somebody else for uh, for LeBron. You know, but I think that that um, DeMar is getting to the point where he wants to keep his family in one place. His daughter is almost a teenager now. And that's when your kids really start to develop roots in the community in which they're in. You know, I, I've seen tons of NBA players. You know, once the kids get about that age, they don't want to move anymore because they know that how important uh, being in one place with your kids is for their development. So, I, you know, I feel the same way. That's why, you know, that's why I don't seek any, like, national broadcasting jobs or anything like that because, you know, I, I believe in being around my kids all the time. You know, picking them up, dropping them off from school, dropping them, dropping them off at school, attending all their activities. I think that's where DeMar is at this point. And then, obviously, Kendall's son hooping at San Ignatius right now, you know, just doing a phenomenal job. So I could see where he'd want to stay, you know, locally like that. 
But DeMar's been somewhat of a journeyman in the NBA. Grody, and yeah. he's played at a couple different markets now, and, and he's only been here for a, a cup of tea, really. If you know, He's done great for the Bulls since he's been here, but he's been here for a cup of tea. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought, like, he seemed like a guy who was going to be in Toronto forever, too, when they were building that thing with, with him and Kyle Lowry. And, like, I, I was, you know, surprised when, when he was gone from there. Um, but, man, in listening to that, how does he do the, I don't know, like, what caught my ear, and I had caught some whiffs of this, but just the way he kind of casually did the drive-by on that trade, for LeBron, he was talking about LeBron James, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So Demar Kendall Gill saying that he heard about a trade that would send Demar Derozan and Patrick Williams to apparently to the Lakers for LeBron James, and I'm, it just I I couldn't get past that, and I just started my wheels start spinning. And I'm thinking if this Bulls team is not going to ever blossom into a team that wins championships or gets deep into the playoffs with this core of guys, wouldn't it just be entertaining to have LeBron James on your team for for, <laughs> for whether it's for 40 games or not? Like yeah. way, waving the white flag to some degree. Like I mean, if if we really and I know you're one of those people who doesn't think that this is it, right? Like this is not the core, right? It's so, so tough. It's so tough. It's so tough because I, I, you know, I was so happy last year to have the Bulls in the playoffs. That felt good to me. Finally, to have a meaningful game outside of the regular season, that felt good. Yeah. And so I feel like I'm still in that space where I'm accepting. Yeah, I'm. In, I'm in the accepting phase where I'm saying to myself. I know the Bulls aren't a top-tier team, and yes, it's going to take something to get to that level, but in the present, they're in this space where I'm watching good basketball and they're competing at a high level in the, you know in regards to the, the playoffs, right? So, so I'm still in that space where I'm still happy. The Bulls have sucked for so long, so I just I'm happy that the Bulls are, are are they got a decent team that I got that they got guys like Demar and Vooch and Zach and Kobe, people that can, that can actually play that they have a second unit where the you know there's not this huge drop off where they're getting ate up by other teams. The Bulls are the team, so I'm, I'm in that space. So I, like with the blow it up, like I get or not blow it up, but just you know something different. I mm-hmm. get that the Bulls have to do something different. I get that. I just don't know if I'm there yet. Where I'm like, yeah, do it now. I'm like, you know, yeah, just enjoy another, figure it out, you know, figure out what <laughs> yeah, you got to yeah, do, yeah. you know, get to, the, right. get to the playoffs again. It's called patience. Yeah. That's, why, that's, the, that's a, a, diff, a very difficult word for us to all abide by when it comes to sports is patience. And so that I think that's what I'm hearing from you, that you've got patience I do. with this core. I do. And and, and, and again, like, like the, the trade he was talking about, you know, David Aldridge just threw it out there from the Athletic and said, you know, I think it was Demar, Pat, Will, and Caruso okay. for for LeBron. For LeBron, and you think about the Lakers, they're they're in the exact same position. They understand that the their big three, the Westbrook, LeBron, Anthony Davis trio, isn't going to win them a championship. So, <laughs> well, well, it would none of it would happen because would LeBron want to? He wouldn't want to be traded to the Bulls. So he wouldn't he have? <sighs> Because I think he's right he's, to, cri- he's crippling the Lakers by being there. Well, yeah, right? but I don't think he was not going to do anybody any favor. Like the one of the greatest NBA players ever. Oh yeah, I'll just go to Chicago to lighten the load. Well, I'm for thinking, the Lakers. I'm, I'm, no, because I'm thinking about him and and his desire to play with his son. And I'm trying to think how does uh, something like that happen? And if you're 
you know, a really good team, you're probably not going to end up drafting Bronny. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to have to be <laughs> yeah. a kind of like a mid-level to, to kind of crappy team. And maybe he understands that. Like, hey, I'll play and I'll do the same thing I'm doing for the Lakers. Maybe get them into, like, the playing game or the sixth uh. seed. Maybe lose because I'm not good enough, but be there. And then, you know, now I do have a position. I don't know. I'm just, I don't want that to happen. Trust me. God. No, I know. Bro, I know. I am just – I, I heard talking, it. And... I was talking yesterday. My wife goes, is LeBron going to be a bull? And I was like, what? No, that was a, just a ridiculous trade rumor that's out there. And she's like, okay, just so you know, if LeBron yeah. comes to the Bulls, I'm buying his jersey. said, absolutely not. You will not be bringing any LeBron Bulls. So, yeah, so I, I, I'm, not here, I'm not here for that. But, you know, again, when you're looking at this team, Kendall Gill also talked about, you know, when you're talking about the Bulls' problems, right, and why can't they – get it together. Kendall Gill addressed that as well with Mully Hall. Well, I, I think one that, okay, we, we finished off a, a sub-500 team, uh, something that the Bulls have had problems with all throughout the season. Uh, we, we did it away from home, uh, and we did it following the game plan, particularly in the first half in which we need to follow. I, I think that the Bulls' problems all stem from them not sticking with their game plan uh, throughout the whole game. I mean, you look at uh, Nikola Vucevic had 43 points uh, against the Golden State Warriors last night. He had, I believe, 16 points in the first half, finished up with 18. Okay? A big reason for that is because sometimes we go away from him in the second half. Not sometimes, a lot of the time. And he's making a great point. Right, Bulls not sticking with the game plan, and it could be on any given night. It's not necessarily always with Vooch, gross, but there's sometimes where like Levine is hot in the first half, and then Demar wants to start shooting, or Demar is hot, and then Zach wants to start shooting. That, that, that that's one of their biggest glaring issues is that they can't put together four quarters of consistent basketball. It's not a well polished machine, you know. It's just not like they don't have the system down, and that, you know it starts with Billy Donovan, and I understand a lot of his frustrations, but his job is to get to put together a polished system with these guys on the court. Some obviously some very talented players, and I got to tell you, I noticed the exact same thing watching that the the Bulls. Which it was a very nice win over Detroit yesterday in the one in France, one twenty six one away, terrific game. But yes, Vooch own you know coming off the forty three point game against Golden State, he's owning that first half. I I looked at the box score. I had to look and see if he he scored a point in the second <laughs> half. Honestly, God, I, and and my box score in front of me, and I don't know if mine is wrong or Kendall's was wrong. I have him down finishing with 16 points. Yeah, in the less game. points. I did notice that. Yeah, he so was... he had 16 points in the first half, and that that was it. And I hate to bring that up because it was a the, I think it was the Bulls' first wire to wire win of the year. If if oh if, really, it, it might wow. have been. Like I don't think they ever trailed in that game, and I don't think that that had happened this year. So to to rip on this game, I don't feel great about it, but. That did bother me what Kendall Gill, the, to the audio you just played, it did bother me that, hey, man, this worked pretty well. Where was it? Why didn't you continue to tune that up in the second half at some point? And that's that's tough. That's, that's definitely an issue uh, that the Bulls have, again, consistency. But the cool thing is this, right? They're about to tackle uh, the stretch of their schedule where it's particularly easier than it has been. They've had a you heard Stacey King and Adam and me talk about it a lot. Just the the torturous run that they've had. They're going up they got next they got Atlanta, Indiana, Charlotte, Orlando, the Clippers, 
who they've been dealing with some injuries as well. So, you know, you got Charlotte again, Portland, San Antonio. I mean, all those out of all those games, that seems like a stretch where you can kind of gain some ground, especially in the East where you're really trying to fight to get out of that playing situation. They're only three games out, three games below 500. And that, that's somewhere where they can make up ground, but they got to do it. And you've heard them say it, right? They play down to the competition. Yes. I, I asked Cody Westerlin um, yesterday about that and what, what he thought. If the if the Bulls, should we expect the Bulls to be in the same place where they're losing some of these games in this next stretch run? But he was adamant. He thinks they figured it out and that this could be something that like kind of propel them in the right direction. I mean, I'd like to think that that was the case, that they had actually figured something out, but I'm so, but the evidence just, it, I mean, it isn't there. I mean, they, they've won, you know, these last two games, but the, the games, the two games previous to, they, they lost three in a row prior to that. The Boston game, okay, that's Boston, they're a better team, but then you lose at Washington. Oklahoma City is a team that is kind of on the upswing, but you, you, you get thumped by them, allowing 124 points in that game. So there's just too many examples, too, way too, re- the back-to-back losses against Cleveland, the one where DeMar, I think, missed the last second shot, and then the, the, the explosion by Donovan Mitchell, the 71-point game when the Bulls had had that thing under control. There's way too many recent blemishes for me to look at a two-game winning streak that has gone well and say, <laughs> Well, they figured something out. I I don't know what they right. figured out, man. Right. They figured out like you know that international travel is pretty cool. That's yeah. what they figured out. And uh, my guy Marshall Harris from CBS Two uh, just texted me and reminded me that they have the easiest remaining schedule in the NBA. So could be something that we should, we okay. should look to to kind of maybe could happen. But should one person, I, I hate depending on that kind of stuff. But I know the Bears. Okay. Remember the Bears were doing that at the beginning of the season. Oh, Easiest schedule, and then all of a sudden it turned on them. Uh, but one one person in particular for the Chicago Bulls that we've wanted to see something from Kendall Gill uh, discussed him. Of course, I'm talking about Patrick Williams, but he's not a, he's not a believer in Pat Will. Well, I don't think that he's going to contribute contribute in a in a considerable way this this year. Uh, I think that uh, Dalen is a very talented player. I, I'm, I also do the games with Mark Shanowski, with uh, Will Will and I do up at the Windy City Bulls Stadium out at now now Arena, uh, and I've seen Dalen play a couple of games there. He's very talented. He just needs to learn the game a little bit better. Uh, great, very good defender. Uh, has some talent as far as scoring the basketball. He just he just not there yet, and you know in order he may be there next summer. Uh, I mean next season rather if he's going to contribute he may be there next uh, year uh, if he's ready to contribute because you know he, he definitely has talent. You know it just needs to he's just, he's just a young coach. That's all now. And now you need to develop him. And you know I think that he's going to he's going to be a very very good player in the in the near future. Just not right now. Ah, I think. Bulls fans are looking for it to be right now, but I mean, you know, so 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 be it, Grody. Well, good for Kendall Gill to be honest about it because I haven't heard that really from others. I think we've all just because of where he was drafted and because you know he's sort of been excused. You know, he was part of the his development was stunted by COVID, and you know he came in as a guy who wasn't even a starter at college. That so he was a good old fashioned sort of you know high risk, high reward kind of thing coming in and you know at some point in time too we we shouldn't be required to do what 
Kendall Gill may have felt compelled to do, and that was to attach. He's going to be a really good player someday. You know, at what point do we? In what year are we going to stop <laughs> saying that and just either let it happen or not put those plaudits and some of the ridiculous comps we've heard about his game and where he could max out if he was that maybe let's just stop attaching that to him and look at him as any other young struggling player in the nba yeah and i think grody a lot of people you know give bulls some crap for for that particular draft and picking them so early at the four slot but damn if you look at the rest of the draft it's not like there was a ton of people that were just studs in that you know you got desmond bain that's out there you got Tyrese Halliburton, of course. A lot of people would have had him. And like a Sadiq Bey. Outside of that, I mean, he's, you know, you, you would take him over anyone that, you know, they got picked after him or, you know, most people for that matter. Killian Hayes, who just went two for 13, was drafted after Pat Will as well. All right. So we got to be nice no, to him. It's, it's, it's true, man, for sure. I mean, he was good enough in college and a good enough athlete for him to be thought of highly and as high as number four. But guess what? He still has that attached to him. Yeah. And because of that, we all fall into the trap of, you know, we've got, well, God, he was the number four overall pick. He's, with, at some point in time during this response, I better make sure I say he's going to be really good good someday maybe he won't be and maybe we just quell that part of it for right now and just like i said put put the proper amount of light on on a struggling young player yeah well of course hopefully the bulls can get it together man monday's the next game of course they got that big ass break for being in paris that was cool uh but back to business monday versus the hawks here in chicago tip off at seven o'clock pregame 645 right here on 670 score chuck bill Alyssa. it's not hot over there right no no cold over there. So they don't have a tan or anything like that. They better not come talking with no accents. Not, or anything. Same hemisphere. It's winter over same there. Same baguettes or something like that. They better not come with none of that stuff. Fancy as stuff. As far as I could see, all that really happened was everybody had escargot and maybe some bread and pictures were taken in front of the Eiffel Tower. That's all that. I think. We're, that's all we missed, I think. So. Okay. Yeah, it's nothing. You know, yeah. we can do that on a Friday. Yeah. The, we food, the food did look good. I'll be honest. You guys looking oh, at a lot yeah. of these pictures that were out there? Uh, oh, I know we're yeah, a snobby... No, Oh, wait, you know what? Speaking of food, I didn't even mention restaurant week starts today. Do you guys know that? Oh, no. Are you guys studs? Have you ever taken part in restaurant week? You look like you didn't know what I was talking about. I've heard of it. I know what it is. My girlfriend owns a restaurant. I know what restaurant week is. My bad, my bad. I didn't didn't want you to drop your girl's status on the radio. You know what I'm saying? I get it, bro. Your girl got money. I met her. I know her. She's a nice woman. Oh, yeah. But restaurant week starts today. Uh, If you guys have never taken part in restaurant week, man, some of the best restaurants in the city, they have, like, lunch specials for 25 bucks, three-course meals. Cannot beat that. And then for dinner, it's bumped up to 55 bucks. I like to go to a different one every day, Groats. I got to be honest. My favorite no. was Ruth Chris. Ruth Chris because they used to give you a New York strip for lunch for 25 bucks, three-course meal. Get you a nice little cheesecake, oh, man. Caesar salad. Yeah. But it's closed down now. <laughs> it closed down? Yeah, the one right the one by downtown. Harry Carey's. It's closed. Gone. It's closed now. I, I remember having a a desire for buttered steak one night, and I was like, oh, it's it's no longer available. Yeah, that one's tough. Uh, but, yeah, Restaurant Week, make sure you guys check that out. Choose Chicago and the whole nine. Uh, it runs from now, today, all the way till February 5th. So don't take a date there, though. Because that's going to look cheap when you pull out and ask for the uh, restaurant week. Oh, right. What if they don't know? All right, does it have to say you have to ask for restaurant Some, week Because sometimes oh. they don't want to give you the restaurant week menu because they want you to order off the regular thing. So it's kind of like a secret menu you got to ask for, but not it shouldn't be. But if you're with a date and you're like, hey, you want to go on a date to this nice restaurant? Oh, we're going to go to STK. Awesome. This is gonna be, I've never been to STK. I always saw my girls talking about it. Then you pull up and you're like, 
um, yeah, these menus are great. Do you have the restaurant? <laughs> you have the restaurant week menu out here? What if I busted out not my Visa card, but my Let Us Entertain You card? <laughs> hey, hey, that's actually that's actually pretty cool. I'd be Is impressed it? by that. Yeah. Really? Okay. Let Us Entertain You card? Because now you, okay. it, it lets me know you have good taste. Okay. Right? In, right. in restaurants. Yeah. And yeah. it lets me know that, that you think ahead. You know, you're a planner. You're, you know, you're not just out here throwing money away. You're, you're on the reward system. You're doing all this yeah. stuff. It's okay. impressive. You're responsible. All right. Okay. Husband material, Mark Grody. That is Check him good out to know. Okay. On all the dating apps. All right. It's Gabe oh, and Grody. Yeah. Uh, we got one more segment to go. We're going to have some more fun, man. We're going to jump into some Twitter time. A little bit of pop culture, a little bit of sports news, wrapping to a little bow for you. We'll do it on the other side right here on 670 The Score. Well, what do you know? I got an admirer. You spend so much time on Twitter, you're not enjoying the better things in life. All those idiots on Twitter. It's Twitter time with Gabe Ramirez. I only know one to know one thing. Can you cuss on Twitter? I give a rat's ass about Twitter. To be brutally honest, I'm not a Twitter guy. Let's scroll through some tweets. Chirp, chirp. It is Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody here on 670 The Score, hanging out with you guys on a Friday night. Hopefully you guys got paid today. If you did, don't spend it all this weekend. Just, you know, got to spread it out, baby. Take a little bit. Everybody spent it last weekend on the three-day weekend, so. True. That's true. I'm trying to think when I, like... Are you, Grody? Did you ever like get like checks that you had to go cash, or you just, you were you were always like they'll put it in your direct deposit? Oh no, no, I used to have to okay. run to the bank with the yeah. So you, so you gone to like currency exchanges and stuff too, or you always uh, had a bank? Gone every like back in the day, man. When I was working in Springfield and Lincoln, I yeah, I would go to currency exchanges. Yeah, got to man. Yeah, it's tough because you get I, the, where, you get the get money the, and it's like you know you want to spend it right when you get it, it burns a hole in your I pocket. Know. I know. I oh man. I'm a sucker. By the way, really quickly before we yeah, get to the please. tweets, I think I might have misheard the the Kendall Gill audio because I thought he was talking about Patrick Williams. He talked about uh, both of them. No, no, no. He, he was talking he, about Dale and Terry. Okay, he, so I didn't he, hear. He wrong. threw in. No, no. He threw in Dale and Terry. Okay, but he was talking about Pat Will. I and thought he was. He, contribute. he just okay. he mentioned just you know watching him again with the Windy City Bulls and Mark Schnauzky and stuff like that. Okay, so, okay, no, all right. Good. Never mind. I saw Never the text, mind. but no, nah, you're good. Carry on. All right. Uh, so it is time for Twitter time. A little bit of pop culture, a little bit of sports wrapped into a nice little bow. Here we go. First sure, up, sure. this one from uh, Ramon Kayla or and Will. They said, should the Titans draft a quarterback? Because their general manager said Ryan Tannehill is still good, but you need you need an elite roster around him, and you don't have that. Yeah. P- PFF talked to Titans draft. Uh, so what are your thoughts about that? I mean, obviously, you've heard a handful of teams that you feel like are, are definitely in the hunt, but it's it's cool to hear other teams come into the race. Grody? I love hearing any team that <laughs> wants to be as Ryan Pohl sits there in his recliner, just kind of at a four, just kind of has one arm off to the left and got a, you know, maybe a hardline phone, office phone. He's got a cell phone and just – Taking calls and returning messages, so I, I actually don't. I actually don't think if I was them, I would be in the business for a quarterback. I, th- I think there are too many other areas that they could beef up, and I think they're okay with Tannehill. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Uh, but again, welcome to the party, Tennessee Titans. Come, come on through. Yes. Uh, next up, this is from Danny Vietti on Twitter it says White Sox pitcher Lucas Giolito using a new arm slot. You seen the videos of him? Yeah. Kind of testing it out. I got to be honest, and I'm a Sox fan. Look the same to me. 
I'm literally watching this thing, and I'm like, um, that looks exactly like I saw it last year. But there was really nothing discernible. I I agree, and I also heard him talking about how he botched last year by coming in with all that extra. Remember, he had the, the extra the muscle, muscle yeah. on him, and he was boasting about it, and we were all jumping on it because that's what we do in the preseason. Oh, look at Lucas Giolito. He basically said that it did him so good that he now needs to take that weight off and get to a more manageable athletic weight or something like that. So yeah, yeah I was work. Ex- I, I like the quote that was on White Sox Instagram the other day when they asked Lucas Giolito what type of motivation does he have, and he mentioned, you know, just having a crappy season last year. That's that's motivation enough. How bad I played, but uh, yeah, it'd be good yeah. if he can bounce back and you know really contribute to the Sox rotation. I mean, it'd be everything that they need. I mean, so. you're saying that very nicely, but they, he kind of has to if the Sox are going to be good, man. I mean, come on, you can't have this guy having bad seasons. Right? Sure, sure. Uh, this from El Muerto on Twitter. That means like the dead one. Uh, okay. Bad Bunny becomes the first Latino to headline Coachella. Oh yeah! When I saw his name on the Coachella lineup, I mean it makes sense, right? He's like the, he's the number one stream yeah. guy, got the most views and all that other good stuff. But, but man, I saw Bad Bunny. I went to a festival in Mexico. It's okay. called Baja, Baja Beach Fest. Yeah. It was me and one of my boys. We just randomly went out there. That's why I told you. I, we just talked about it. I said I, I went. I crossed into Tijuana from San Diego. <laughs> yeah. And, and that yeah. was that was for that festival. And oh, okay. So it's right. on a beach. You're on a beach in Rosarito, Mexico. Okay. It, it was, it's the most insane thing I've ever been to in my entire life. And Bad Bunny performed there. And I'll never forget that core memory right there. So oh, my God. Shout out to, to the people beautiful. that get to go to Coachella and see uh, El Conejo Malo. Sure, Ain't sure. it never going to get better than what you saw. No, I promise you. Because you want to know why? Because, like, Coachella's buttoned up. They have rules there. You know? You got, oh, you got real, real rules. You want to know what? You wanna, listen. 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 If you're 21 to 29 and you uh-huh. got a little money and you want to go to a, a dope festival, Baja Beach Fest. There is, it's like, imagine, imagine if, 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 Be- uh, not Beale Street, uh, in Nola. What's the street I'm thinking about? Where all the bars uh, are. Bourbon Street? Bourbon Street. Yeah, Bourbon imagine street, if Bourbon yeah. Street, right, was connected to a beach. And, and that's oh. what Baja Beach Fest is, where people are just walking the streets, drinking open liquor, just oh doing whatever God. they want. And then literally, the next little thing over is the actual beach where you go into and you're partying and there's clubs on the beach where the thing. Anyway, Google it. Oh I'm telling God. you right now, that, you're going to have a good that, time. That, that sounds like something you age out of when you're like 25. You know, hey, like, uh, okay, fine. Since we're, here, since we're here and it's Friday, so I'm, yeah. crossing, so I'm crossing the border, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you got to give your ID and everything. And she uh-huh. looks at me and she goes, me home. <laughs> uh-huh. Basically like, uh, aren't you a little too old to be going to this thing? <laughs> and I was like, soy locutor, locutor mi amor. Like, I'm a, I'm a radio personality. Like, I, I'm here for the music. I, I'm doing this part of my job. But, yeah. Oh, that's my, hilarious. Anyway. Wait, how old were you? This was a couple years ago, guys. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. They would they would have just turned me back. They'd be like, no, 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 no. Get out of here. <laughs> what, are you, what are you, 40? Get, get out of yeah. here. <laughs> they, would, they would take a stick and poke me. They'd be like, get away. Wait till I, we're going to have some off-the-air conversations about Baja Beach Fest. Anyways, all right, okay. next one. Let's go. Let's go. Sure, sure. Uh, this from... Uh, J.K. Boggin on Twitter says, I just want to be on record that, once again, the Rams trading a 28-year-old Jalen Ramsey would be the dumbest thing they could do. Jalen Ramsey trending on Twitter, you know, with the talks of them, uh, of the Rams trading trading him away. Well, you, do we think 
Are we t- looking at this through a Bears no, lens? No, no. Just, just more like how the Rams like, are falling off a cliff. Should they do it? The Rams, yeah, boy. Well, you talk about a bunch of frauds from the year before. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what they all have. I don't know what who's all under contract. I mean, look at those kind of moves. I think they'd probably get a really nice haul, but I would think that they're in no position considering they're probably under a pretty short window considering Matthew Stafford yeah. like a win now mode that they failed in last year I don't know that they could afford to do something like that and not know the, exactly the haul they would get back which yeah. is very difficult in the NFL they De- just don't know definitely a difficult situation for the Rams sure, uh, sure. speaking of defensive backs this from the Chicago Bears Jaquan Brisker uh, being named Bears rookie of the year well deserved awesome. Grody yeah yeah, no, I, I don't think there was a better rookie on the team this year. It, I think that, that it was easy. You noticed him. His presence was real. He started to, His voice started to be heard in the locker room towards the end of the season, as in he might have that leadership thing. So, I mean, Valus Jones Jr. got better. Kyler Gordon got better <laughs> as the year went on. Dominic Robinson, clearly a project. So I think that, yeah, I'm very comfortable with Brisker as the, the Bears Rookie of the Year this year. Absolutely. All right, last one. This one, Dan Olofsky, seven. He says, hear me out. This could be controversial. Cucumbers and tacos, kind of a game changer. Mm. Just curious what thoughts there as we uh, wrap this whole thing up. I man. don't know that I've ever had cucumbers and tacos. Have you? <laughs> no. <laughs> just like, I love cucumbers. So I you love think tacos. it just sounds absolutely ridiculous? Yeah, uh, I mean, I could see where, like, if you like cilantro and onion in your tacos, I mean, it's kind of like right there with consistency of, of an onion. But I was gonna say, at- if you like, if you chop it up nice, like the same kind of chop you're gonna do the onions. Right. Throw it on there with some cilantro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Cucumber right. feels like a letdown on a taco. Like it does. Not, it's just too bland. It's, it's just really like, you're only adding like yeah, you're, you're ruining, my, you're ruining the meat. If I get some good steak in the taco, you're ruining it. All right, yeah. uh, we got to get up out of here. Would like to uh, send a big thank you to our producer Adam Stazinski. Phenomenal job today. Um, you earned your paycheck. I got to thank uh, Sal Capaccio from the Bills, Dave Lapham from the Bengals for hanging out with us as well. Of course, want to thank Mark Grody for spending three hours with me. Always a pleasure, Gabe. It is. I like when I get texts from people that say we sound good together. I do too. I see those, good. man. I appreciate. Right. Yeah, thank you to everybody who texts. We don't get to all of them, but we appreciate. It. We see them all. That's right. Uh, so, BetMGM tonight coming up next. Uh, guys, have a fantastic weekend. For Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody, this is Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Double G with the rock to the rack, tote it, and a foul. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.